Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. UK Tech Weekly podcast. It's raining tech. Hallelujah, it's raining tech. I am going to go out and I'm going to let myself get absolutely soaking wet. Wet in tech. Because it's the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Hey you, you big listener. Welcome to this, the latest quart of freshly poured UK Tech Weekly Podcast. The UK's best post-fact weekly tech podcast. Neatly smashed into your head every Friday like a wasp, unerringly finding its way into your bathroom on a hot summer's day. The UK Tech Weekly Podcast, podcast even is an infotainment tattoo from the editors of PC Advisor, Tech World, Mac World UK and Computer World UK. Every Friday we head to an audio donkey sanctuary using audio carrots to soothe bad-tempered audio asses as they live out the final years of their audio lives in a luscious audio paddock in order to bring you no more than 40 minutes of informed tech chat on the hot tech topics of the past seven days. Don't forget to subscribe, review, and tell your friends. I'm Matt Egan, Editorial Director of IDG UK, and today I'm delighted to be joined in conversation by the always interesting Chris Martin, Consumer Tech Editor of PC Advisor. Hello. The never-boring Charlotte G, Editor of Tech World. Hiya. And the rarely sober Scott Carey, <laughs> Online Editor of Computer Week. That's not fair, is it? <laughs> Scott is, Scott is much less of... A lush than say Charlotte for <laughs> or me. Blatant, blatant libel. This week we are talking Galaxy Note, GDS, and Instagram. It is going to be emotional. Note, note, note. <laughs> you don't love me, and I note now. <laughs> Chris Martin, what has Samsung done that has made you take note? Hmm. <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah. Uh, so this week was the launch of the Samsung Galaxy Note 7, uh, which was launched uh, here in London, but also in New York and Rio at the same time. Not sure why Rio. Uh, maybe because of the Olympics, yeah, Zika I guess virus. so. Yeah. Samba. Yeah. All of that stuff. Yeah. So this is Samsung's latest uh, smartphone uh, to go along with the Galaxy S7 and S7 Edge. Uh, so this is the bigger version, which comes with a stylus for those that oh, kind God. of prefer... <laughs> <laughs> it's got loads of stylish. <laughs> For those that prefer a, a phablet, as we, you know, as the industry's kind of termed them. So of... you describe this as the first note that made you say, wow. <laughs> Just Why? like that. Why did you say wow? Well, the note range has never been my kind of thing. It's been like the phone itself has been too big. Mm. No, I don't really use a stylus. Um but no one uses the stylus. No, no one uses the stylus. <laughs> I think some people do, though. Mm. 
Well, I mean, like the delivery man uses it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <those laughs> I can't think of anyone else. Those have got to be the most used styluses for the, for the yeah. worst signatures you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's mostly the design of it that is mm. really nice. Like, there's basically, it mimics the uh, the S7 Edge in a way. Um because it's got the dual edge screen, so curved so the on either side. The screen wraps around, yeah, which is very nice. Uh, so it's it's a bit like the cross, a bit like a cross between the Note Five and the S Seven Edge. So what happened to the Note Six? There is no Note Six. No, um, they didn't particularly mention this, but it's it, it's as far as I'm aware, it's basically just to line the number up with the S Seven. It's like this uh, this sort of stylish thing where there's no Windows Nine. Mm. Yeah, there's no Note Six. They're they're languishing in a gulag somewhere, mm. but we're not allowed to speak about them. Yeah, no. It makes sense though, because otherwise it makes sense in so much as any of this stuff makes. <laughs> well, having a Note Six now would be mm. one number lower than the S Seven that came out earlier yeah. this year, so mm. it would kind of it does yeah, yeah. It is less confusing for consumers if all the phones that come out in the same year have the same number. Mm-hmm. And that was an interesting thing to me as well. This is a bit sort of industry talk, a bit inside baseball, but um, a bit of American sports talk for Scott there. Yeah, but um, uh, this was launched on the second of August. Yeah, and. It's kind of like the, the launches of what are in effect the 2017 flagships are slipping further and further forward. Um, yeah. No one ever, in the old days, August was not a time when you launched products because nothing happens no. in August. It's yeah, kind of we weird. used to have a bit of a month off, like yeah. just like catch up on some stuff that we never got around to and stuff. But now, all, yeah, hearts are bleeding. There is no, <laughs> there is no let up now. And um, yeah, the Note range used to be announced in September, which is a quite a popular month for mm. smartphone launches, obviously with the iPhone mm. um, and shows like IFA, which happens in Berlin every year. Um, but yeah, last last year they launched the Note 5 in August, although it was at the end of August, and now it's at the beginning of August, although it's not coming out until September, so... Man that's gone mad. Who knows the mm. thinking? I'm sure, like, um, these companies use some kind of algorithm or tool to pick the date, because mm. everything happened on the 2nd of August. That might be giving them too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably just five people in a room being like, yeah, that's a good date to do it. How do they mm. work it out, though? Because all these events seem to happen on the same day. Mm, so it yeah. was the Windows 10 anniversary update, the Xbox One S went on sale, uh, the, Titan, the Nvidia Titan X went on sale. Like, what's what's so special about the With the Microsoft August? ones, does it just make sense to try and be... The Microsoft ones, yeah, make sense. people's, like, conscience, consciousness. Together. Obviously, Microsoft, Xbox, but um, the rest, who well, knows? Well, Samsung's traditionally tried to get away from Apple as well, hasn't it? It wants to be before yeah. the iPhone launch. Mm. And this, yeah, but the still, iPhone launch isn't for another month, is yeah, it? Just so, before EFA was still before the iPhone, mm. but anyway. So, what is the deal with phablets? They're too big. <laughs> They're too big. Interesting. Or but, are they too small? Ah. Oh. Well, so, yeah. See, one of the, one of the reasons why I thought wow was because the because of the dual edge screen, it does make the phone a lot smaller. So, right. you know, there's less bezel going on. So it doesn't. It's a five point seven inch phone, but it doesn't feel like that anymore. Um, and it's got the kind of curved uh, edges on the back as well. So it it just looks and feels really nice. So, Scott, you don't like phablets, but I noticed that in front of you you have an iPhone 6. 6. Which Uh, is a big phone. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, (laughs) I I basically want an SE, but I'm locked into my contract. Throw it out the window, come on. 
It, it, well, it's already it's already smashed up. It is smashed. Um, mm. Wow, listener, if you could see what I can see. This is the main reason why I don't like oh, the I big phones because I've got we we've discussed this on the podcast before. I've got small hands, so like <laughs> Stops. Very small hands. so like if I that's why I drop these things. Like they're too. They, you've got <laughs> the rounded your, edges. Fall out of your little. They're absolutely hands. massive. They fall out of my little hands. Surely you need a big phone then. Like no, it's small hands. You need it in small hands. But then, you, but then you'd know to hold it with two hands. I, think you, I can't hold it with two hands. Come on, how are you going to catch Pokemon with two hands on the phone? <laughs> uh, or maybe you need a tiny, you know, a really tiny phone. Or a tiny stylus. Yeah, just yes. one, just a pen. Or just get like you know, like with, when children have mittens, you could have like a bit of string attached. To <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this. Yeah. Chris Martin's looking at me because he's had to help me out with a new phone probably three times this year already after I've dropped and smashed. Mm. Yeah, but you don't like so you're not at the size because it's too big. Charlotte, what sort of size phone are you busting these days? I my phone is massive. It's yeah, a one plus two. Oh yeah, that is a big yeah. Phone. It's huge. The I mean, Note it's ridiculous. Yes, yeah, the Note Seven is probably smaller. Really? Than your yeah. Phone, I mean, I can barely. I can barely use it with one hand. Mm. The fact that I can actually makes me feel quite masculine <laughs> now that I say that. Christina, I mean, yeah. one of our colleagues yeah. who notoriously is a large-handed lady. Handed. I mean, she she'd have no trouble with it. Uh, but it's it's like telling that the iPhone six they had to build in like a little cheat where you can double tap the mm. home button just to drop everything down for and people like me that can't it. reach the top <laughs> corner. Well, I use it because I can't oh. reach the top <laughs> corner. <laughs> I think yeah. I think the iPhone actually though, unusually for Apple, um, is an example of because it was a reaction to the large screen um, phenomena. Mm. Um, is actually quite poorly designed for a big phone yeah. like a lot of the bigger phones the Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge which when I've not smashed it is my phone <laughs> would have been would have been considered a phablet a couple of phone mm. generations ago yeah. and it doesn't feel like a big phone it's got a huge grip so a phone's getting phone. bigger Germany um, no the, the industry's kind of settled on like 5 to 5.5 uh, 5. okay and the normal versions tend to be around 5 the plus versions tend to be 5.5 5. Mm-hmm. And then the kind of the note ones are a little bit bigger. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But who here uses a tablet? Yeah, yeah I use a yeah. tablet. Yeah. What do you use it for? Weekend stuff when I can't be bothered to get up. Sure. Interesting. Uh, reading, reading and video. Yeah. So I use my Kindle app and I use it to watch video on like when I'm traveling. I'm exactly the same. Uh, I think... There was an intention at one point, or there was a feeling at one time, one point that the tablet would be used for more kind of um, productivity stuff. Mm. Um, and in fact, when you've got a large screen phone, I mean, I, for instance, you know, I never go to get my laptop to surf the web on the couch in an evening because yeah. my phone's there. Yeah. So yeah. That is my second screen. Um, and I think these larger phone sizes have kind of negated a lot of the uses that yeah. were at least envisaged for tablets. Although, like you guys, I, you know, I also read books and watch mainly NFL on yeah. um, my tablet. Yeah, especially mm. when the TV's taken, you have to sort of double Ruddy down. people taking the TV. And I when the NFL's on. Um, but like when companies like Samsung try and sell, try and market these sort of product, like the phablets, do they sort of concentrate on the video, the bigger screen for video and that sort of thing? Because I do see people watching video on their phones mm. on, the, on the tube yeah. in the morning. I couldn't yeah. imagine anything worse, personally. Uh, with the note range, they really go for the S Pen, so the stylus, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the basically Samsung the, in particular market things in a really weird way, don't they? Yeah. That they, it's like they we talked about this before, but it's like they constantly add features as a means of selling the product, features no one will ever use. But that's yeah. that's their marketing. There's tons of stuff like uh, hidden away now in the software. 
from mm. from kind of years gone by, but it's all still there. Like mm. you know, if you look away from the screen while you're watching a video, it will pause it automatically and stuff. Mm. But they never mention that anymore. Yeah. Um. Like the one of the new things on the Note Seven is the iris scanner as a way of unlocking. But I can't imagine anyone's gonna actually use it. It depends on just to try it. It out. depends on how smooth it is. Because I was getting a demo, as you mentioned, the anniversary update earlier. I um, was at a demo of the Hello yeah. biometrics feature that they have on their Surface books, it's and really the good. the facial recognition one is almost yeah. instant. And if that was the case, then I'd use it all the time instead of using my thumb. Well, it's, yeah, it's not the first time we've seen iris scanning on a phone because mm. the uh, the Lumia nine fifty and nine fifty XL have it. And the Windows Hello on those is really good. Yeah. Um, but this is a bit like it's a little bit awkward. Like mm. you've you've still got to push the power button to wake the screen and swipe to unlock the lock screen, and then the iris scanner yeah, kicks in. So it's like, it's that's too many mental. steps. How many eyes does it scan? Does it scan one eye or both? Both. Eyes? Mm. What about uh, mono eyed people? I don't know. <laughs> it's like Cyclops. 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 Yeah. I don't know. Actually, that it solves may- the whole minority report issue doesn't it? it having two eyes can't yeah. nick yeah. someone's eye and then use it to I, I can't answer that question thing. i'm afraid but um maybe massive, we can massive jab someone's eye out and yeah. yeah i think we should yeah. or just cover someone's eye yeah no i think we've got a jab <laughs> good the okay th- the other thing is the price which is 749 oh, yeah. pounds so they, good luck selling uh, as many s7 edges as oh, that crikey yeah i mean no one's gonna pay that are they really it's no, it'll be contract but don't worry yeah. And Samsung probably, after Apple, has the most kind of kudos. People will ask for a Samsung. So some of some of the networks will um, supplement the price a little yeah. bit, I suppose. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's a very... Just thought I'd slip that in at the end. Mm. Yeah. Good. Okay, well, let's, uh, with that in mind, go around the room. Uh, Scotch Carey, Seventh Heaven, or Note Way? Note Way. Wow. Charlotte G? Uh, seventh Heaven, I think. Chris Martin. Seventh heaven. Seventh heaven. That's a big uh, thumbs up uh, for the Cyclops hating <laughs> Galaxy Note 7. Lovely. Okay, we'll take a short break and then we're going to come back and talk about some stuff. Give me a G. G. Give me a D. D. Give me an S. S. Charlotte G. Such enthusiasm. <laughs> what the hell is GDS and why should I care this week? Right, okay. Uh, GDS stands for the Government Digital Service. You've lost me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, uh, okay, so it's about to get a bit wonky and I'm sorry. Um, it's basically a unit of a department called the Cabinet Office in Whitehall. But let's not get too hung up they, on, on they that. They are the carpentry departments? Uh, no, no. Uh, so they were launched in 2011 and they basically are the centre for digital strategy in government that's basically the easiest way to describe it sure if you're a ordinary non-whitehall obsessive person you probably will know them for gov.uk gotcha the new government website so the way you can interact with government services yeah on tensor web exactly so is that things like registering to vote yeah Car tax. Or not. Car tax. Yeah, car tax. Yeah, that kind of all stuff. All of the fun things. Yeah, all, yeah, the, all the, the things you love doing on the internet. Yeah, they've, they've basically taken those things and at least in theory made them a little bit less horrible. To yes, be fair, gov, gov.uk is, is pretty successful. Good. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's good, yeah. Well, it beats, you know, like the car tax example. It's yeah. not a fun thing to do. You used to have to queue in the post It's office. still, yeah, way better it than that. Yeah, it's still, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, exactly a week ago, uh, Brian Glick, who... Uh, edit- ah, 
that's the one, of our, one of our rival titles, <laughs> but is a all-round good chap. He uh, posted a story that warned that senior civil servants were planning to break up uh, GDS and return what it does to departments. Um, this sounds kind of... You know, inconsequential, but actually, it would it would sounds be... like madness gone mad. It, it, it is it's mad. Surely, I mean... you would want to centralise all of that stuff. Yep, because my experience as a customer of government is, I just want to go to one place, yep. and, and you don't see all the institutions, yeah. and, you, and you don't you don't want to understand. You know, this bit is HM courts and tribunals, and this is Ministry of Justice. Mm. People just want to do a thing. Yeah. So yeah, uh, basically, it looks like a bit of a kind of night of the long knives, if I can use that reference but yeah it's it's slightly people worrying being killed people well you know they're not being killed but maybe, but maybe their careers are wow. i mean the basically after this story came out it seemed to have been vindicated a bit because the boss of gds uh was we don't really know the circumstances but it looks like he was slightly given the shove right um and has been replaced by a man called kevin cunnington yeah uh, <laughs> anyway um <laughs> Pause for effect. Yeah, that's not the funniest off. name in government, but anyway, uh, and that, that is a segment waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, and that's now the third boss of this uh, service in one year. Sure. So, yep. It, Who's it looks the previous like, boss? Who was the previous boss? Yeah. A man called Steve Forshu Kane. and then before him, someone called Mike Bracken. Mike Bracken, who who's was the famous one, isn't a he? big is beast yeah. in government i have noticed um, this running trend now where everyone that quits these sort of roles then posts on medium yep. about how much they appreciated everyone yep. they worked with and yep. how sad they are to be leaving yeah i mean it, it, trying to trying to figure out who's behind this is quite fun so it looks like uh permanent secretaries at the uh department for work and pensions uh and also hm revenue and customs it looks like those people and also the ceo of the civil service called john manzoni these people seem to be basically not particularly pro-GDS and have been making a move while everyone's looking at Brexit. So What's in it for them to like kick to basically try and break up the GDS? or uh, More power, more control over their own budget. So it's all very House of Cards. Yeah, it's all, okay. yeah, it is, it is a bit House of Cards. Um, basically, GDS is quite threatening for them because, for example, they will... Uh, get more involved in projects than perhaps some of those people would like. Mm. So they'll come in and say, wait a minute, don't do that. We'll build one thing for all of you to use. Yeah. And some of the departments are saying, no, we want, you know, but we're special and different. In reality, if you're, say, making a payments platform, basically they can all just have one. Of course. And they should have one. Because... And that's what they're trying to, that's what GDS are trying yeah. to do. But it's coming up with, you know, it's being met with some resistance because it is quite threatening to their kind of power bases. So how is this likely to affect us? Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. 
the world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. As people. Um, unclear for now, but I mean, I went on Twitter and asked this week, you know, why does this matter and what, what has Studios actually achieved? And I got, um, I got a pretty huge response actually. People said, you know, they've, force government to put user needs first mm. which is the really important thing but also they've saved apparently you know a significant amount of money we're talking possibly in the order of billions well it sounds like it um you know yeah. given the reverse you're talking about potentially happening yeah so it basically are it, it would potentially get harder for us to interact with government and as taxpayers we'd be wasting more of our money so that's how it would impact on the those system. don't sound like good things no so i mean i i am you know obviously a bit of a fan it it's also not just confined to gds though there's been a couple of moves um mark Durnley, who's the uh chief tech guy at hmrc he's gone as well hmrc um, tech is rubbish it's it is rubbish yep but I'm not he, saying that's necessarily his fault. Yeah, actually. I mean, well, they've got a massive contract called Aspire, which is about to come to an end. It's the most expensive government IT contract in Europe, I think, ever made. And they're replacing it. And apparently MPs have said this week they have less confidence in that being replaced next year without him right. being there. So who, know, who knows why he's gone? I mean, he was it was at the end of a fixed-term contract, but yeah, who knows? So what are, what are our experiences of interacting with the government in this way? We talked about car tax. Yeah, I'm 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 in the middle of self-assessing with HMRC at the moment, mm. um, and it is unbelievably tedious. Yeah. Um, but yeah. to be fair, I, like this is the first time I've ever had to do it. It's probably a lot better than the way it used to be. I think yeah. probably that is actually an area that GDS hasn't had as big an impact on. No, but I do remember. Yeah. Um, one sort of thing I remember doing was going to the Design Museum for Designs of the Year mm. about three years ago, and Gov UK got the overall award for Design of the Year yeah. um, when they'd redesigned it because it was just so user friendly, so mm. intuitive, yeah. and like so accessible because it's got to be usable from like people who are eighteen to yeah, yeah. like eighty, yeah, eight. Better than direct girls, <laughs> not those eight to nine year olds. So to be fair, it, it's yeah. the Gov UK platform, if we're going to call it that, is is probably a a, a success. Yeah, is it, is it better than other countries? How does that work? Actually, other countries have started to copy us. So Australia um, have set up a digital team like GDS. Did so Mike American... Bracken go to Australia? In fact, who, who did? Sorry, Mike Bracken didn't he go to Australia? No, actually, he's gone to Manchester. Oh, okay. <laughs> Same uh, but no, there, there is a. There, we have sent one of our senior. Uh, Minister of Justice people now heads up the Australian office. So right. yeah, we have sent people there. Uh, again. <laughs> again, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, and yeah, New Zealand has copied us a bit and America has set up uh, America! digital teams. So that's quite a compliment. No, that'll come to an end soon. That's, yeah, that's ahead of the job. Yeah, well, well Amer- America will come to an end soon, yeah, all, yeah, all the digital yeah. teams. Yeah. What's Trump's uh, policy on digital government? Switch off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get his mate Bill Gates to turn off that internet. Yeah, yeah, just shut that kind of shut that thing down. Just close it up a bit. Good. Well, I think we've uh, comprehensively covered um, everything. 
there. All so, I can uh, add is that I'm pretty sure all these people use Galaxy Notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On that and they bombshell. use the styluses too. <laughs> yeah, they probably styluses do. Styluses or styli? Styli, whatever. No, no, no they use... Cyclopses they, they, they use blackberries. <laughs> they still use blackberries, seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair. yeah That's the government Samsung insists it's the S Pen and not stylus as well, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Rotters. So, <laughs> let's uh, go around the room. Simply the GDS or G... DS. Didn't really think that one through. Uh, Scott Carey. Um, simply the GDS. I would rather I'd... you sang it. But, uh, <laughs> no, okay. I'm not going to. Charlotte G. Uh, simply the GDS. I'm also just not going to sing that, sorry. <laughs> Chris uh, Martin. I have to agree. In, uh... Simply the GDS. Yes. Well done. My voice awesome. is really breaking. <laughs> Good on you, Chris, like for going a... where, where others luckily, feared to tread. Luckily, you're the producer, so if you don't like it, just <laughs> yeah, get yeah, rid of it. Set it out. Like I'll a... just add a robot there. <laughs> <laughs> Tina Turner in the room with us. Exactly. Right, we'll take a very short break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking Insta-chat. Oh, what's the story, morning glory? Oh, need a little time to wake up, wake up, Scott Carey. What's the story with Instachat? <laughs> Is this going to be another me playing the millennial conversation where I've got to explain things? Yes, please. Okay, so um, Instagram this week launched the first feature on their um on their very very popular app for some time the last time they made a major feature upgrade was when they stopped make, forcing you to only post square photos Whoa. so i know big that that really shook it up in the <laughs> yeah. instagram community um now though they've just um seen something their rival snapchat has been doing and just ripped it off just mm. plain and simple ripped it off so you mean they've seen snapchat yeah, basically. Yeah. So um, Snapchat Stories, for those that don't know, is a way to post images or short videos and then you stitch them together into a story of like what you're up to. And then that disappears after 24 hours. So it's like ephemeral content. Whereas... Ooh, good good use of ephemeral. Love yeah. Stuff. Love <laughs> stuff, yeah. Um, so Instagram have seen the success of this and um, copied it. But they haven't just copied it. They've actually copied the name. So it's also <laughs> called Instagram Stories. They the should call it Instagram story. Snapchat Stories. Yeah. <laughs> really been trolling. Insta... It? Snapchat stories, yeah. The funny thing is, um, like, Silicon Valley companies generally will rip things off, but they won't generally admit to it. Mm. And Instagram have been very upfront <laughs> about the fact that they've ripped this off. They, is, that, uh, is that good or bad? Because it's a bit like... Yeah, no, yeah, I think it's... It, yeah, that would really piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they've come out and said that, you know, Snapchat deserves all the credit for this feature. Um, it's very, it's pretty very wow. popular. That is bold. That is yeah. bold. That's I actually kind of respect that. I like that. that. Yeah, I admire their honesty. Because as you say, Scott, it, it is what happens in tech. I mean, you know, the, on the other side of it, you've got mm. Apple taking Samsung to court for having a tablet with square It's edges. It's silly. It, it gets really silly. Like, you look at all of these kind of lawsuits and the the one with uh, Google, I think, was it Google and Oracle? And they, they're, they're always just, it always just gets so banal and mm. stupid. Like, even if someone did slightly steal something. Yeah. It sort of looks a bit petty. To the, get funny, the funny thing down. is that Facebook have been trying to copy Snapchat's success for ages now. Yeah. Facebook owns Instagram. Um, they've done a, a few things. And I can't even remember what they're called now because they were so unsuccessful. I think one was called like Slingshot, oh, where yeah. you would yeah. send an image and then um, it would disappear and things like that. Yeah. So this seems to be their first um, attempt at copying that might actually be successful. Mm. I think the feature is exceptionally well designed, well executed. Um and I probably won't use Snapchat 
much Ooh. more anymore because I don't need to if I can do everything in one app instead of yeah. flicking between two. Do you think it'll two. threaten Snapchat's survival? Uh, I mean, it could. It could easily. There, are A lot of the first Instagram stories that I watched from people that I follow were them saying, oh, good, I don't need to use Snapchat mm. anymore. Mm. Um, the thing is, Snapchat is an absolute, like, darling of teens and millennials. Oh, who no, have, like, you grown up on it. Oh, no. Um, so <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if they stick by it. Um, why, why do why do the youth uh, love Snapchat so much? Um, I think because mm. it like because they can keep things under the radar. Like they can. Is um, it all willy pictures? Well, when you say uh, well, when you say under the radar, what you mean is on Snapchat servers. That's the Daily Mail <laughs> attitude, isn't it? That they're all sending each other willy pictures. No, but, they're they're not. You know, they're kind of boring these days. Yeah. teams. they don't do stuff like that. They don't drink. They stay in. They just send each other pictures. Of yeah, their face. and do like face swaps yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um. Awful. Popular article on PCA: How to use face swap on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. just, put it, just, just putting it in there. <laughs> yeah, just plugging plug. that. Mainly because of the uh, images we used to illustrate the story. Yeah. Which is... Some of them will haunt <laughs> me to the grave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and possibly beyond. If... Um, so you were saying about the legal implications, Charlotte? Yes. Um, just quickly touching on it because I actually looked into this because oh, yeah. I found it kind of interesting. Um, something like this: there, there is like no legal grounding for suing mm-hmm. instagram basically right. there's there's only so many ways that you can design an app or a feature mm-hmm. or a website mm-hmm. um and unless they absolutely copied it um like like for like feature for feature mm-hmm. color for color mm-hmm. or if they copied the code which mm-hmm. yeah they would have to get at the code to, to start with yeah. and that happens a lot actually when, yeah and that's what that happened with the Willy google Wonka style yeah. that's what happened with the google <laughs> oracle um case was they yeah. actually copied code and that's why it went all the way right. through to to the court system okay so without doing that you don't have as much of a case no okay. there's no there's no chance so that's kind of fair yet. enough yeah it's when yeah. like matt said they're kind of taking people to court for like having a same like a similar device yeah, yeah. it's in the same category like yeah, yeah. Gonna be tinder, yeah. Are, tinder are trying to sue thrinder at the moment oh yeah well no thrinder have changed it's changed they've, changed, yeah, yeah they've rebranded so they've actually scared yeah. them off what a yeah. time to be alive Never yes it. yeah <laughs> uh, good yeah because that is an app where more than two people can get together yeah to do rude stuff oh. yeah <laughs> yeah i know it's like this podcast but in a different way <laughs> <laughs> it's bad it's not bad anyway it's, you know it's all healthy good fun um <laughs> So doesn't this speak a little bit, because we talked about Facebook and Twitter in the past as well, mm. speak a little bit of sort of the homogenization of social media in the sense that they can't all survive. So good features get picked up by the big beast. In this case, it's Facebook stroke Instagram. Mm, yeah. Will Instagram stroke Facebook essentially just kind of take the best Winner features? Winner takes all. Yeah, because Facebook's taking the best bits of Twitter, essentially. Yeah, essentially. so... You- It'll be re- what will be really interesting to see is if um, Instagram goes one step further. So one of the most popular features we were just talking about on Snapchat is the the dynamic filters where you can mm. swap your faces or you can put like a overlay of a dog over your face and stuff like that. Kids love this stuff. <laughs> All now. I want to do now is put a dog on my face. Not in that sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically, if they're if they're going to go as far as just copy it blatantly copying the stories feature, I wouldn't be surprised if they're currently looking at copying the dynamic filters yeah. as well. But Snapchat yeah. can do the yeah. same thing. You know, Snapchat can reverse engineer features that are on other platforms. Yeah, but it wouldn't work. Like you have the kind of first mover advantage, there, yeah. don't you? Like if you're the first one to do it, that puts you a distinct. Yeah, I mean, there, there is definitely a case here that face that Facebook and Instagram will just start to um, dominate the market a little bit more. They already mm. do. Instagram has 300 million daily users. God. Snapchat has 150 million daily users. So it's already yeah. playing I would, Yeah, I wouldn't up. be surprised if Snapchat goes down a bit. Yeah. Because mm. Instagram is, you know... You might see them flatten off a little bit. 
Why wouldn't Instagram just buy Snapchat? Presume it doesn't need to. Um, they probably yeah. they probably tried. I yeah. think Facebook have um, have tried to buy Snapchat, and even Spiegel won't give it up. Mm. Um, What's he called? Even Spiegel. Even Spiegel. <laughs> even or Spiegel. Evan. I like. He's American. I'm going to go Evan. I yeah. think Even Spiegel is the way forward. Sounds a bit like Even Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> or the or Evil can evil. evil can the, the, <laughs> the good side is that he's annoyingly young. He's like I think he's 23. Oh, okay. oh fuck him then. I know. <laughs> Instagram doing something like this, doesn't that potentially mean that Snapchat could come up with something new, better? It puts more pressure on them to innovate. innovate yeah. Yep. Yeah, and they've been they've been good at innovating so far actually. They like it looked like it was a single feature um yeah. app and it seems to have developed quite well. Um Instagram seems to be monetizing a little bit better than Snapchat so far. Mm. Um, it, it it'll be interesting to see how how they how Snapchat react. I did ask them how they felt about the launch, and they no comments. Mm. Uh, they no commented me. But did they no comment like no comment? <laughs> well, it was via email. It's very difficult <laughs> yeah. to apply a time. Was it in bold italics? Yeah, that would be that would be brilliant. <laughs> there's um, a there's a very good gif that sums this up that we all tweeted this week of the episode of The Simpsons where Homer sees a boy on a skateboard that looks exactly like him and gives him the evils yeah. as he skates past. And that's exactly how I imagine. That's what I imagine their no comment was like. <laughs> no comment. Exactly. But there is an opportunity here for Snapchat to poke fun at Instagram and say, yeah. um, like, you, you obviously liked our feature so much that you mm. copied it. Yeah, um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if they go down that route. Yeah. But it sounds, I mean, so, even like down to being public about the fact that they're... Uh, it's an homage to Snapchat. Mm. This is another example of the way Facebook is being actually really well managed. Mm. You know, monetizing, um, growing the yeah. platform. Yeah. Um, Usually for a social media company. Yeah, and, and from for Instagram's perspective, this makes a ton of sense because Instagram, mm. um, for anyone that doesn't use it, you post very nice pictures, um, basically with filters of what you've been up to. But generally, with Instagram, people will post not that frequently because it'll have to be like an immaculate image of like you on <laughs> yeah, holiday some of like taking 300 attempts exactly right exactly um, so that's curated. why that's kind of it why is. i use snapchat more because it's yes. like yeah it could be the worst image ever so, uh, who yeah. Cares? Yeah. so stories yeah. plugs that gap so it plugs yeah. the gap between the images that you want to stay permanent and yeah. like show off is your like as you said your cur- curated like image yeah and then you plug the gap by putting like the images that you want to just disappear you, yeah. you, just the quicker hit images is as your stories and that means that instagram has people coming there and posting things on a more regular basis i'm not sure how i feel about instagram I, i've got an account and i've pretty much never posted anything because while everyone's taking perfectly filtered images mm. i'm a bit like well i'm actually just here you're living fun. life yeah. yeah yeah testify I'm the i mean what's the point like I'm, I, what's the point i mean yeah. i'd rather just hang out with my friends Plus, than I've got sit one of those there filtering pictures even though i know i'm devastatingly handsome <laughs> in, in the mirror and on photos that never seems to come across it's so, so weird i have there. that it's funny how yeah, yeah it's funny. Like like in I've your head a you're like huge oh, spherical thing on my neck <laughs> actually the the exact opposite of scott's face yeah which is, yeah, actually, which yeah. is like but at knife, least your your face knife. and neck are now a similar color <laughs> as opposed to last week where there was a distinct older white neck matt egan <laughs> came out to play that's right that's right unfortunately uh it's not my neck uh get, it's not my face getting less red it's my neck getting more red oh really them up. have you yeah. been tanning have you been using those products i recommend no, i think it's just <laughs> Abusing my body has increased my blood pressure somewhat. Great. Cool. (sighs) 
Good. Well, I think uh, about quick question. So you mm. you have Instagram. You don't really use it. No. Do you use Snapchat? Mm, no, not really. I mean, I have I have off and on with a couple of friends, but not particularly. There Chris, is a thing. You're though. a Snapchat user. More than Instagram. I have Instagram and I kind of just forget about yeah, it. Yeah, like, I'm the same. I think it is partly because of the pressure of like, everything's got to be so amazing on it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, well... I can't be asked. Like, yeah, <laughs> and I'm never like anywhere where there's well, And an also awesome... you're married to a photographer, so that probably yeah. puts a little yeah. bit of pressure on you. Oh, yeah. right. Scott Carey, do you use Snapchat or Instagram? Yeah, I use all the social medias. Look at him. Whoa. Such a millennial. Um, He's really proud of that. He is, yeah. <laughs> but no, Instagram Instagram's my favourite. You should have said... Scott Carey uses all the... Uh, <laughs> Scott Carey, yeah. Uh, no, Instagram's always been my favourite um, social media platform and this will only make me use it more. Um, and it will probably stop me using Snapchat um, because those people are seemingly transitioning to Instagram stories anyway. So if yeah. I can catch mm. them in one place, why would I bother flicking between apps? Um, how many yeah. pictures of your Willie can you post? It, I mean, it gets tired. Perfectly, perfectly curated and filtered. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. Well, on that on that note, I think I think we should go to you first, Scott. Instagrate or snap the door shut. Instagrate. Shology. Snap the door shut. Chris Martin, you will have the deciding vote. Snap the door shut. Ouch. Oof. Well, no millennials here. Yeah. Bombshell. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this edition of the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Do get in touch, let us know your thoughts and opinions and shake us down for cash, or indeed, if you're interested in advertising. I meant to say that bit out. You can tweet us at UK Tech Podcast or email editor at idag.co.uk. We will be back next week with more informed opinion on the hottest topics in tech. Until then, do find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and all of those places from which you source noise. Don't forget to subscribe, uh, review us, and tell your friends. Tell your friends. Until next week, say goodbye, team. Bye. Goodbye. UK Tech Weekly Podcast.